0: Welcome to another episode of the Unrelated Brothers podcast with me as usual is Josh my co-host and today will be the playoff prediction Friday one I have been especially looking forward to Josh how are you feeling today feeling good ready to get this going talking about some football Wild Card playoffs baby. And as the NFL loves to remind us, Super Wild Card Sunday. It's it's not just you know not just Wild Card Weekend, but uh, Super Wild Card Weekend, and um, kind of interesting because we'll have a game Monday. But uh, but you take us away, lead the way. All right. So the first game Saturday, three thirty. I
1: believe this is Central Time. I'm in Central Time, so I'm assuming this is showing me in Central Time. But we have the Raiders at the Bengals. And it shows me that Cincinnati is 1-8 all-time wild card round, and they have lost seven straight. Devon, will they lose eight straight?
0: Uh, I don't believe so, actually. Uh, so I'm not going to be a spoiler. I'm not going to ruin any fun uh, conversations to end the podcast, but I will say that I have high, high hopes for the Bengals. Um being a native of Ohio, uh, I've never been a fan, but I always love to see the native teams do well, and so uh, I would love to see them uh, win this game. My dad is actually a Raiders fan, and my brothers, uh, at least two of them, are Bengals fans. So it is, it's a, it's a little uh, love and hate on either side for me. Oh, but, yeah. uh, but I think when you look at talent, I think that the talent is actually fairly close. You know, if I mean some of the things that had happened for the Raiders hadn't happened, uh, I might be leaning that way. But with the way Burrow has been playing, which is very MVP level to to finish out the most important uh, part of the year, the, the December month uh, leading into January and all those things, basically playing MVP football, Jamar Chase uh, playing as good as any receiver right now. And mm. um, I think that – Matching up, I just think that they have the sky's the limit kind of mentality. You know what I mean? And and the other thing that uh I will also say, and I know you've mentioned this in previous podcasts, and it's just something that I think a lot of people are shocked by, is Zach Taylor and that Bengals team is, you know, hyper, hyper aggressive. They are win now. It is not sit back and wait. I mean, the the multiple attempts on the goal line said everything we needed to know, I think, about that. And uh and I, th- I think it's 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 going to be their time. A uh, little funny tidbit or an interesting tidbit is, uh, so somebody had said, I, I seen recently that, you know, I think it's like a gif or something out there that the Bengals, uh, nobody's ever texted, oh, the Bengals want a playoff game because the Bengals have not won a playoff game since texting was around, which I thought was, you know, interesting and <laughs> kind of funny thing. But, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm taking the Bengals in this one. Uh, and I would also go ahead and say, um, that I'm, I'm looking for it to be like about a 30, 31 to 24 or a 31 to 21 type of game Bengals.
1: Not bad. So yes, the Bing, I'm picking the Bengals as well and, I think they're one of the hottest teams in the NFL as we speak. They just they have the scoring offense to get it done. Their defense is picking it up. And I'm going to say Bengals 38, Raiders 14. High scoring Easy. game. Yes. A yeah. little bit of a I think the out. Bengals are going to come in. Like you said, chips are on the table for them. They got nothing to lose because they've been losing. So this is the year they're, they're putting it all in. Zach Taylor's going to take them.
0: Well, and I think just before we get away from this too, that, um, you know, I, I wouldn't want anybody to go, Oh, well, you didn't say anything about the Raiders. You didn't say anything about the Raiders. I love Derek Carr. I think he's a great quarterback. Uh, Hunter Renfro great, great receiver right now. Great, uh, slot receiver and stuff, but Josh Jacobs has only recently been a factor. And I think if, uh, the Raiders can't marry the pass and the run game, I just don't think they'll be successful. And, um, I really like, the way that the Bengals defense and front four in particular have been. And that's, that's why I didn't bother saying too much about them. That's just, I do, I do think that um, even if the game's close or a blowout, whichever you, you know, like you said, I I think it will be one of those games where as a viewer, as a fan, you're going to kind of look at it and you're going to go, Oh, this game's in control. Like the Bengals, I believe will always have it in control from the, from the first time to, you know, they touch the ball till the end.
1: Right. And uh, like you said, the Raiders defense and that's I like their offense, but it's their defense that concerns me. And with the Bengals powerhouse offense they have, I just I don't see it being a contest. So uh, our next game is a 715 game and we have the Patriots at the Bills. And this is the first time these teams are meeting in the playoffs in the Super Bowl era, which is pretty crazy. I mean, they are in division rivals. So a lot of times you don't see both of those teams in there. So and they're at the Bills. Could be a wintry game, depending on the weather. It's always it's going to be cold.
0: It's in Buffalo. But uh, give us your thoughts. So, uh, I, I hate to say this because, you know, it, it's just a weird thing to think about. But Josh Allen, as big as he is, as physical as he is, as great of an athlete as he is, as strong of an arm as he has, all those things considered – I don't believe that he is a winter quarterback. Um, When I watch him play, I feel like he's almost a better dome quarterback. You know, I mean, I I seen something, a bit of a joke where, you know, the the bills had to go down and play Miami or something like that, or we're set to go down and play them. And somebody joked and, or, or no, it was Tampa. You remember when uh, Buffalo played Tampa, I had seen people Mm -hmm. were saying, that tampa is more of a buffalo team and buffalo is more of a tampa team you know a warm weather versus cold weather and i thought about that and i said well geez that's really true you know you have a high passing a high level passing attack a lot of fast um high level route runners and all that but you know it's like oh well tampa has that too well but Tampa has playoff Lenny. You know what I mean? Tampa has Ronald Jones. Tampa has one of the best offensive lines. Tampa has one of the best defensive lines. Tampa can grind you out uh, against every team. Maybe not, but they can do it. Buffalo can't. They, I mean, they really just can't, uh, you know, against a weaker competition against weaker teams, non-playoff teams, maybe, sure, but not against high-level teams. Um now I'm going to contradict myself here and I'm going to say that I think Buffalo is going to win this game. Mm-hmm. You're going to say, Oh geez, are you just ragging on, on Josh Allen, you know, and and you're just, you know, pointing out all these flaws in the Buffalo team. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. But Mac Jones is not going to get away with not throwing it, uh, you know, more than 10 times or more than, you know, 15 times or something. I, I would say, you know, Mac Jones is at least going to throw it about 18 times. And I think he's going to throw two picks and that's okay because he's a rookie, but I think Buffalo will get up. Mac Jones will be forced to throw it uh, close to 20 times. And I think he will throw interceptions. And I think that will be the difference in the game. I think that the bills win. Um, and I think it'll be, I think it will be 24, 10. And I think one, Okay, we'll just say this. I think ten points will come off of off a short fields, off of turnovers or or mistakes. So,
1: yeah. So I'm going to also pick the Bills here. I'm going to choose them at 21 and the Patriots at 17 as a close game. I think the Patriots come in and run the ball a lot. Although Mac Jones, I think he'll come in and throw, but I just I think they rely on their run game more than they do the pass, and I think the Bills will stop that. So. Moving on to our next game. That is it for the Saturday games. We are now moving to Sunday, and our first Sunday game is at 12, and it will be the Eagles at the Buccaneers. Philadelphia has the number one rush offense, and Tampa Bay has the number one pass offense. Is that going to make a difference, Devon?
0: Um. I think it depends on the weather. I do. Uh, I think right now if you're tracking the weather, which I mean, you know, uh, a sports fan, why would we be watching the weather for, you know, and, and, and for the sports, especially in Tampa, you know, why would it matter? Well, because Tampa, and if you've ever been to Florida, it could rain for four hours, be sunny for four hours and rain for four more hours. And, uh, and I think that that's one of those situations that could have a big impact on the game. Um, I think that Tampa very easily could absolutely dominate this game. But, but I think if it's really rainy and the ball is slick and a pass gets tipped or, you know, there's some early frustrations from Brady or something and and things aren't going quite right because you got to think Godwin's hurt. He's gone. AB's gone. Mike Evans is there obviously, but playoff Lenny, you know, he's just coming back. How, how many snaps will he play? You know what I mean? I think Ronald Jones is out, but they are getting Giovanni Bernard back. Who's been out for many, many weeks. You know, again, how many snaps does he play? And in that circumstance, I think I look at it and I say, if the Eagles can get Brady off the field, which actually I want to point out too, just on a side note, uh the last time brady and tampa played or not brady and tampa sorry uh the tampa and the eagles played i believe it was a one score game as well and that was earlier in the year but you know still i think that stuff matters i think the eagles have done well against brady the last couple times they've played him so uh anyway going going to where i'm where i'm taking this if they make a mistake early or just can't capitalize you know what i mean a couple punts i think I genuinely think the Eagles can just pound them. Pound them, pound them, pound them, and pound them in the submission. It's wet. Uh, it's going to be harder to make some tap- tackles. It's going to be a little slick. The footing might not be as good as it normally would. And, uh, you know, a lot of people like to bring up, oh, cold, Lambeau, Buffalo, you know, stuff like that. Tampa's warm, y- you know. And when it's warm, you can run into the fact of, uh, you know, dehydration, cramping, things like that. And so I just look at a team, like I said, that that might really beat on them and, uh, and, and might upset them. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be a wild dog here. I did it with the, uh, I did it with the national championship, uh, picks and, you know, all that would shout out to Georgia, by the way, for winning the first one. And I believe it was 41 years, you know, good for them. But, uh, but I'm going to take the Eagles. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles on an upset and I'm going to take them uh, 21 to 17.
1: Oh, that's very bold to go against Tom Brady like that. I will not. I'm taking Tom Brady in the books. I'm going to say Brady will score 28. And I think the Eagles will score 10 Philly runs the ball. That's all they do. And yes, I think with the weather, that's what you got to do in those situations. But in a playoff game against Brady, you're going to have to throw. And that is one thing that Hurts cannot do is throw the ball consistently good, in my opinion. So, yeah, I'm going I'm to take the Buccaneers, 28-10. Moving on to the next one, our 3:30 game, at and Stadium. We have the 49ers coming in to take the Cowboys. 49ers kind of snuck into one of those last playoff spots. And Dallas is 5-2. and two, against San Francisco all time in the postseason. Will it be six and two?
0: Looking like five and three, Bub. Looking like five and three. Uh wanna first of all go ahead and and shout out the fact that uh I believe the 49ers are what the Cowboys wanna be. They're what they wish they could be. It's that's that's to me when I think Cowboys, the 49ers are what the Cowboys always were when I was growing up a team that could run it a team with a great offensive line, physical, had a good defensive line or could get after the quarterback. Um, and uh, and that's the modern is that that's the modern 49ers for you right now. And uh, Debo Samuel um, reminds me of like an Antoine Winfield or, or things like, you know, a guy like that were uh, the other, you know, last week through, through a pass. Which was you know incredibly impressive, but through a touchdown pass. He runs the ball. He catches the ball. Um I think it's gonna be a blowout, actually. Uh I don't really see it being very competitive. I think that um I think that the 49ers will be able to throw on him and I think they'll run on him and they'll wear him out. Um I'm taking a big upset, actually. Um I'm taking 20. No, excuse me. I'm taking 31 to seven. 31 to seven. I think it's a blowout Jerry's world, all that. Uh, I think that Dak Prescott will have an okay game. Um, maybe throws a pick, but I think, uh, I don't think the Cowboys rush for more than 50 yards in the game. Uh, that's a key stat. I want, you know, I want to look back on if, <laughs> if the 49ers do when I, I don't think that the, uh, I don't think the Cowboys break 50 yards rushing.
1: Interesting. So Ah oh, man i hate to
0: oh you know um, by the way before you make your pick uh yeah you know you're thinking i'm talking about the rushing and you're gonna say oh yeah the passing the passing uh so michael gallup tears his acl he is out and uh cd lamb has not caught a td pass in seven games just so you know hmm. i did not know that
1: it's interesting it is but i gotta take the cowboys <laughs> <laughs> i, gotta, I be hate to. gotta be rebellious
0: gotta be rebellious
1: i hate i hate to man i'm not a cowboys fan I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna be biased here i'm not but i think they take this one and at first i was thinking 49ers but then i was just kind of looking back i mean how cowboys i think their offense takes them i think their defense steps it up now they did struggle against the cardinals i get that but I think they come out swinging and I think I think they take this one. It'll be a close game. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I think it's going to be a last second field goal. I think it's going to be 24-21 Cowboys.
0: Yeah, funny little fact there. Uh, so, the last time somebody was kicking a field goal to win a game winner in Jerry's World in the playoff was uh, old Mason Crosby. Little, uh, hmm. you know, Mike McCarthy, uh, you know, he, he knows a little bit about the Packers, but, you know, I digress. I digress. Moving along, right?
1: Yep. All right. Then the last game for wild card weekend will be our Monday night game it is 7 15. I'm sorry, not Monday night, Sunday. I'm sorry, I've totally forgot all about this one. I, we have the Steelers at the Chiefs, and Roethlisberger. The Cheats. The Chiefs. You said the Cheats! Sometimes it felt like it. Right. They scored. <laughs> Three and four record for Ben Roethlisberger in the wild card round, and going
0: into a tough Arrowhead. It's going to be loud. What do you think? Okay, uh, so let me preface this by saying I absolutely, in my heart of hearts, in my heart of hearts, okay, in my heart of hearts, I absolutely have the Chiefs winning this. I I don't see a possible chance, but, (laughs) but, Big Ben playing in potentially his last game. I think he lays it out there. Uh, I think TJ Watt, which a lot of people like to bring up the fact that, oh, he tied the record, but it's a 17 game season. Fun fact, TJ Watt played in 15 games this year due to injury. So he actually accomplished the record in less games than Michael Straham. Let that be known as well. Um, so the Chiefs are playing without the right tackle. T.J. Watt is the best pass rusher right now in the game. And the Steelers got embarrassed. I mean, got absolutely embarrassed last time they played. And Najee Harris is coming off of his, you know, best game of his career, essentially. Two weeks ago last week, obviously not, you know, anything too crazy. Uh, and I see you smirking there. I see you. I see you smirking <laughs> right now. I'm not. I'm not taking them. I'm not taking them. But I just want to point out, Juju Smith also started practicing today, and James Washington came off the COVID list. And I'm thinking, you know, I said, "Oh, a blowout for the Cowboys" and some of those type of things. I'm actually thinking this game is very close. I'm taking the Chiefs. I am taking the Chiefs. But I think this game ends up being 28 to 27. Hmm. And I think early in the game, we're going to see the Steelers winning 10-7. The Chiefs will continue to score touchdowns. And eventually the one drive that the Steelers had to kick the field goal instead of getting the six will be the difference. And like I said, I believe that we will get a. Uh, I believe we'll get. Well, I guess it would be to, what to get to twenty-seven. Technically, it'd be what two field goals. So the two. So the two possessions that they're unable to get into the end zone and have to kick field goals, I think will will be the difference in the game. Um, but yeah, call me crazy.
1: You're not crazy. You want to know why I'm smirking? Give me the Steelers, baby. Yellow towel <laughs> waving in the air. I'm taking yeah. them seventeen to fourteen. What has history told us? When a quarterback or a high-profile player retires, what do they do? They win the Super Bowl. Now, I'm not saying he's winning the Super Bowl, but I'm gonna say he's winning this game. He's gonna go into a tough Arrowhead, loud. He's gonna overcome it. He's gonna bring back a little bit of the Big Ben we used to see, and that's it.
0: Now, Maybe. I'm 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 laughing because you know I watched you smirk and stuff, and um, I I yeah. It's like, uh, you know, I thought you were laughing at me, not, uh, not, uh, not with me. Now, I'm not ballsy enough today uh, on this to, to, to pick that, but I have seen games, a couple games here and there, where Big Ben has looked like Big Ben, not, not mobility-wise, but his accuracy is top-notch. And if Juju plays and James Washington and Deontay Johnson and all those guys play, all I'm saying is that the defense for the Steelers is capable. And the mm-hmm. offense could explode. You could, you could see it. And the biggest thing is who, who did the best against the Chiefs in recent memory? The Bengals. And what did they do? Spread them out. Challenged them. Who is the next best team currently? I mean, obviously the Cowboys and, the, and, the, and Tampa and some of those things. But those teams are injured. Who is the best team currently receiver-wise?
1: Oh, it's got to be the Steelers,
0: probably the Steelers, especially with Juju Smith. If without him, it's it's a little questionable. But with him, I think so because James Washington is pretty good. Uh, Clay right, well, he's been
1: kind of filling in for Juju, and you got yeah, yeah go Clay ahead.
0: Clay Claypool's you know Claypool can stretch the field, and he's a big physical guy, and. Um, Deontay Johnson blows up one game, kind of quiet the next game blows up another game. I mean, I seen Steelers fan obviously biased, but I seen Steelers fans at times saying uh, Deontay Adams, who we got, you know, Devontae Johnson or Deontay Johnson. And, uh, you know, obviously I would disagree with that sentiment, but they have a good corpse, uh, you know a a good corp of receivers and i would also just go ahead and and finish out the conversation with the fact that in big ben's life as a as a as a stealer his first i don't know four or five years old school heavy defensive running game managing style literally ever since he's always had two to three stud receivers a pretty decent running back nothing to right off about you know it's nothing crazy a pretty good offensive line and a good defense
1: mm-hmm. so i'm telling you it's gonna happen steelers moving on this is the monday game cardinals at the rams Seven fifteen. rams have won nine of the last 10 games versus arizona will it be 10
0: out of 11 give me the rams the rams got embarrassed last week and let the 49ers and they let them in and the rams have the super bowl in their building i mean what are you playing for at this point you know what i mean you're mm-hmm. it's it's winter go home and your home is where the big one's going to get played you know what out of every single team that plays if the rams get knocked out you know who it hurts the most the rams you know why because whoever goes to the Super Bowl and whoever wins the Super Bowl is going to be staying in a hotel right around the corner, and the Rams will get to witness and be a part of all of it. You know, and why did they go trade for Stafford? Why did they go and do all of all of the things they've did? Went and got Von Miller, went and got mm-hmm. Odell, and and all those things. Why? So they could win now, win now, win now. I'm taking the Rams. And I'm not going to talk about the quarterbacks. Everybody always talks about the quarterbacks. Um, Chandler Jones, a stud. J.J. Watt, you know, and the workings of coming back, and you know all that stuff. But um, I think that Aaron Donald wrecked last game. Aaron Donald's going to get himself two sacks this game. Uh, maybe two tackles for a loss. Von Miller, I think he wraps himself another sack maybe. I think Jalen Ramsey potentially gets an interception. And I honestly don't think it's terribly close. I don't think it's a blowout so much, but I definitely believe we're looking at, um, oh, I don't know, like probably a 30, 35 to 24 type of game.
1: It's a lot closer than I have it. I'm I'm gonna take the Rams as well. I'm gonna take them 31 to 17. Rams are just stud all around, it feels like. I feel like they're just a one of the more complete teams in the league right now. They're when they have injury issues, it seems like they find somebody to back them up with no issues at all. With the Cardinals, I don't know if I'm getting Super Bowl contending Cardinals each week or if I'm gonna get I lost to the Lions Cardinals each week.
0: So inconsistency. Very the very call. good point. Very yeah. very good point. Um I would also like to throw out the fact that uh cuz you you said, you know, uh Super Bowl uh you know winning and all that and you, you said uh you know how how they had studs and things like that. Well, um you know a little bit of Cinderella story but Eric Weddle coming out of retirement to fill in on the Rams squad due to some injuries in the back end. Thought really? that was kind of I thought that was kind of interesting. Didn't know if you'd seen that. And I the other one, read. the other one is uh, you know, I think that uh I think that the Cardinals have kind of been in a sense of you know, every year it feels like about this time they kind of sputter out. And, um, you know, I told you, I thought the Cowboys were going to get blown out. And I think that, you know, the other week, you know, I was kind of like, oh, wow, the Cardinals beat the, the Cowboys. Like, what a shocker. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the Cowboys are actually all that great. The Cowboys last, I don't know, five or six wins have all been against, you know, weak competition. So, um, but yeah, yeah. Uh So. Kind of something I was considering, kind of something I was thinking, um, you know, and you can you can take us away on this one if you want or or whatever, because, uh, you know, this is this is. It's just it's a it's a great time of year. I mean, honestly, it's it's one of my favorite times of year. It's the start of a new year on one hand. It's uh, the start of the tournament, so to speak, and um, all records are zero. And um, if you've got a team in the tourney, it's it's always fun and and exciting to look forward to. But um, you know, I I know who I think is going to win it all. I know who I I want to you know who I I believe. Uh, I will say the AFC is a lot harder to pick than the NFC. Although I could easily pick three teams at least Um, three out of seven. So, you know, in that regard, you, you know, good or bad, you say what you want, but I think any of those three will be the matchup. So um, would you like me to go first or would you like to go first? You can go ahead. Okay. So uh, pretty quick and concise about it. Um, Packers have been the best team outside of week one, in my opinion. Um, I know you knew I was going this route. I'm a Packers fan. That's an easy pick. Um, You know, Packers get blown out in uh new orleans it's hot down there uh it's you know the preseason this was the first year that you know they only had the two preseason games or what have you and the extra game and you know all those different things and i'm not sitting here trying to make excuses but i'm a believer in college football and ncaa you know college basketball uh uh, nba whatever you want to say the the first game of the year i'm not saying it doesn't matter because it matters in the standings but the the team that you're playing at the first of the year is not the team you're playing on the last day of the of, of the season or something. You know what I mean? And it's not the team you're playing in the last week. That's for damn sure. And I'm going to, I'm going to just cut straight to the chase. The Packers have been hit with COVID and injuries as much as almost any team in the league they've been the most consistent team again outside of week 1. They've beat uh you know, essentially the most playoff teams. So they're 5 and 1 against playoff teams. They lost to the Chiefs. I put an asterisk next to that because Jordan Love played that game and they barely won it. If Aaron Rodgers plays that game, MVP two time, winning back to back Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it's close. I think they blow them out in Arrowhead, matter of fact. And on top of that, okay, Whitney Merciless, who tore his bicep at practice today. Zedaria Smith, who had surgery after week one or two at practice today. David Bakhtiari, coming off that ACL. He did not play the entire year. Guess what? Played a half last week. And looked damn good, let me say. Jair Alexander, another all-pro player. Not a a pro bowler. All-pro player top three cornerback and he's not three might not even be two those guys are coming back so the best team in the league who's been missing those guys are getting those guys back oh and by the way did i mention about the two-time winning nfl mvp that's not obviously set in stone yet but He's throwing to the best receiver in the league. Pay that man, Devontae Adams, please. And put a ring on all their fingers, Super Bowl or bust. I'm taking Super Bowl. Um, Don't mean to take the shine away from the AFC, but my top three teams are the Chiefs, the Bengals, and the Bills. And I don't give a damn which one you put out there because I'm taking the Packers, but uh, you know, there's all storylines, right? So you take the bills, uh, that's probably the least bit of storylines, but I think that would be the best matchup because I think offensively they could pose problems for the Packers defensively. They have one of the best secondaries. I think that would be a pretty good da- pretty good, uh, game. The Bengals from worst to first. Say it again with me from worst to first, absolutely phenomenal story. If they were to make it, Zach Taylor, Matt LaFleur come out of the same uh, coaching tree. Beautiful stuff. Uh, I would love to see that. I think if, you know, we got that game, for example, we already got to see that go uh, in the, in the regular season. And that was phenomenal. I doubt we have the kicking issues, but I also imagine it's a much higher scoring game in the Super Bowl If that happens. And the last one. The Chiefs, I'm sure everybody would love to see the State Farm Bowl. So uh, with that, my friend, don't mean to hog all the airtime. Give me your opinion.
1: My picks, and man, as it pains me to say this as a Bears fan, Packers are in the Super Bowl. And for the AFC, I am picking the Bills. And I'm sorry, Bills fans, but you're going to have a little PTSD from the early 90s, but the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl as much as i hate to say this say it
0: again say it again (laughs) my heart
1: hurts like i'm getting hyperventilated right now just saying it (laughs) but yes packers they're dominant i hate man it kills me to say it
0: so so we agree on that um to 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 have a little fun and to, and to, and to show a little you know show, show a little little love to my friend here and and uh, and everything we'll we'll cycle through a couple coaches uh, so I will start us off the Bears by the way so I have, I have two options right and I want to mm-hmm. get your opinion on these um, so my first thought right is you either get Bill O'Brien as head coach or my second one and I recently thought of this one Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Jim Harbaugh, who is the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines, the former Michigan Wolverines, where is the only place that he would really probably go to coach? Well, the Bears. He's a, he's a former Bear. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. And on top of that, what did Jim Harbaugh have when he was a 49er? Great defense, hard-nosed defense, good running team, and a managed, managed game Manager. I mean, I can underline it, say it a million times, athletic quarterback, managing the game, athletic quarterback. I mean, it's literally a better version of Kaepernick. Justin Fields is head and and shoulders. It's not even a question, by the way. Let's just, let's just get that out there, by the way. He has a far higher ceiling. He has a far better arm. He's already a better quarterback today, right now in the right system, than Kaepernick was his whole career. So just just put that out there. Accomplished more in college. Uh, will be a better NFL quarterback. All that. I I, I you know I'd put uh, I'd put a bit of a bit of money on it if I if I had the opportunity. Um, so that's one one way of looking at it. His OC and DC, I, I don't know right offhand, right? Bill O'Brien though already uh proven he could be a good coach the houston stuff i just think he got a little bit too conceited and when he let uh hop go out of the door for next to nothing i think he really uh i think he knew the writing on the
1: wall and was like oh you want to fire me oh here you go have fun with without these guys
0: yeah i mean that's definitely possible um but uh, but I think he's proven, you know, he went down to Alabama and Alabama is obviously continuously good. I mean, Sabin's probably the greatest college coach ever or, or, you know, definitely in our lifetimes. But. Um, I think that he would be a great fit, he's a good quarterback coach, uh, good offensive mind, he could go there and be a good coach, set up a good staff, and I would not mind at all him going there and uh, Fangio who, uh, correct yep. me if I'm wrong, but I'm I'm pretty certain was the D.C. for the Bears before going to Denver. So uh, bring him back. So, you know, you got Fangio at D.C. You got Bill O'Brien as uh, head coach. And spoiler alert, would this not be absolutely crazy and fun? And I say fun because, you know, I mean, it's just dramatic at this point. But Ryan Day is O.C. Ryan Day reuniting with his quarterback as O.C. Um, and that that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what I think my dream scenario, if I was a Bears fan, would be um, because I think that is going to lead you to being a very competitive team.
1: Yeah, my my two head coach picks actually was uh Bills offensive coordinator, Brian DeBole, I think that's how you pronounce that. Yeah. Dable. Um, yep. Yeah. Or Dable. Yeah. 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 Or, uh, Flores from, uh, just got fired from Miami.
0: Yep. I, I actually, I mean, and I, you know, we would talk about it. I figured, but yeah, I, I don't understand that one at all. Um, I think that's a mistake. I think out of all the coaches, yeah. out of all the coaches, I think he had the most positive momentum and yeah, they lost and they didn't make the playoffs, but I think he was riding the best momentum to lead into the next year. And I think firing him, you you now give two is going to have to learn a completely new offensive system and all that stuff. And I think that, you know, I think you're going to lose a lot. I just, I just do. I think he had the respect of the players. I think they had bought in. I mean, they had won, what, seven straight. I think they had bought in on him. So, yeah, no, I totally, I think that's a great pick. I think, I think Flores, you you know if he even went to be DC somewhere. I mean I think Fangio going back to Chicago is kind of like a little bit of a story there. But Flores for DC for, for Bill O'Brien or for Jim Harbaugh? I mean that yeah. would that'd be uh, you know my opinion. Um so another one um just kind of really more curious to you uh to see you know what you think about this but uh I seen a little bit of whispers and a little bit of uh, little bird chirping, saying Marvin Lewis, uh, you know, Marvin Lewis is is looking to coach again. He's yeah. currently he's currently an advisor on Herm Edwards' staff for uh, the Sun Devils in college, but uh, he's only you know advising and, and essentially he calls it coaching the coaches. Um, Marvin Lewis is extremely over and underrated. And I say overrated and under because he never won any of the big games. And so people go, oh, well, he really wasn't that good. But he kept his job because he basically played in the best division of football. I mean, what's the most consistent division in football in the last, I don't know, 20 years? Uh, Let's see. The Ravens have won Super Bowls. The Steelers have won what two Super Bowls been in three. Oh, and I don't know, by the way, uh, the Browns have been awful. And when they weren't awful, they were winning nine and 10 games pretty much. So almost to the playoffs. So, you know, I mean, if you put it in that perspective, that has is gotta be one of the more competitive divisions. I mean, the Steelers have basically not been a bad team once the, the, uh, Ravens have about once or twice. So you're literally almost just fighting to be the third fiddle. Most of the time. Anyway. I mean, I think, I think it's pretty impressive, uh, what he had done, the teams he had set up. I think those teams were really good. That, Like I said, they never achieved a lot, but, uh God, Marvin Lewis going to Jacksonville.
1: Yeah, He's,
0: he would have his quarterback. He would have a running back. He'd have tons of cap. He would have some defensive pieces. And oh, by the way, uh, the Jags have the first overall pick again. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, um, yes, they do. So that's that's one. I also wouldn't mind seeing him in Denver. He's a defensive oriented coach. Vic Fangio, who was a defensive oriented coach, did really well there. And I think, um, you know, you make an effort to trade for a Jimmy G at the end of the season or you make an effort to trade for Jared Goff or something like that. People can rag on Jared Goff all day and night. I mean, they really can. But he got the Rams to the Super Bowl. There was part of that Super Bowl team when they had a really great defense. So you can't say that he can't do it. Can he win the big one? I mean, I think they could have. I think they could have. So um, that's kind of my thought on it, but um, who, who do you kind of have as your sleeper picks or are there any coaches that you felt like shouldn't have been fired or, or, you know, some of those things.
1: Yeah. Flores was about the, about the only one I thought shouldn't have been fired. I mean, he led the dolphins of all teams, the dolphins, two winning seasons. I mean, they could have easily had their chance to make the playoffs this year. They just, they just didn't by chance. And why would you I, part of me feels like they fired him over the whole Deshaun Watson deal, because he said to was his guy and he wanted to stick with Tua. So the whole Deshaun Watson, the ordeal kind of faded away, which is kind of crazy to me because he still didn't figured out all his legal issues. So why would you want to right. trade the market that they was going to trade
0: for almost a chance? Well, and for... so the thing about that too, is like Colley who they hired, which is so ridiculous, by the way, he, he had all those issues he's had. Well, they fired him. They fired him today. So, I mean, like, Who do you think goes to Houston? You know what I mean? That's the same thing. I mean, is that, again, you know, speaking of Marvel and Lewis, is that where he fits in? I mean, Bill O'Brien's obviously not going back to Houston, but, I mean, Doug Peterson, anybody? I mean, same thing like with Chicago. Like, Doug Peterson in Chicago wouldn't even be a bad fit. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of names, but I think – uh, I think we're actually going to maybe this year see a couple of names resurface. You know, I think there's some old names like Jacksonville. I mean, what if uh, Byron Lefwich got the coaching job or mm-hmm. something? You know, I mean, Come there's whispers the drafted him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's whispers about stuff like that. Um, now, one one that I'm more curious about is uh, do you think that somebody picks up uh, Eric? Uh, I believe it's Eric B enemy off the Chiefs, the OC for the Chiefs. Do you oh, think yes. it's finally his year? I don't know. It's I mean, the Giants, of... Giants got a quarterback that they're unsure about. I mean, wouldn't it, you know, this guy's the guy who's working with Mahomes. Don't you, don't you kind of think that, you know, he could yeah. work some magic out there? I mean, you don't, you, you know, Tyreek Hill is obviously kind of like a unicorn, but Kadarius Tony. he's, to me, he resembles Hill a lot. Like just yeah. in his skill set, super fast um you know all that I mean uh, what do you think about that
1: I think I remember the last time we got a Chiefs offensive coordinator he got fired last
0: Monday so I think I'll pass on that one <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah actually side note do you think uh you know as a Bears fan uh we talked about coaches do you think uh, you have any idea who you want as like a GM because I believe you're looking for a GM and a, and a coach are you not
1: yeah yeah we fired ryan pace so definitely gotta look for a gm sounds like the upper management above the gm is going to take over until i almost act like we're going to get a head coach we get a gm anyways um, yeah there was a name there i forgot who he's like a broadcaster and i can't i wish i could find the article but they was talking about getting him and taking over gm for the bears and at, like i can picture him but i can't remember his name i'll have to find it later but I mean, yeah, he, he's, he would have been pretty good one. I, I, knew, yeah. wish I knew
0: his name though. Yeah, it's definitely hard. Uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, so, so it's, it's almost kind of sick to think about. So, so John Gruden got fired for, you know, some derogatory comments, which when they came out, I didn't even think were that derogatory. I mean, I played football, played basketball. I think I heard worse from, you know, both sides of the coin, but, um, but Jay Gruden, I've heard whispers Jay Gruden might be looking for a job. The thing that's crazy about that is, um, I mean, was he not the same Jay Gruden who, I don't know, was literally having naked pictures of the cheerleaders on his laptop and, oh, I don't know, was part of the issues in uh, the Washington football um I, I don't know the whole the, just just all of that stuff with the Washington football team. I mean, where, you know, he was partying with the owner on yachts and they were doing cocaine and, and just, you know, just all that stuff. I mean, it, it's just to me, sometimes I think the league is. Uh, absolutely ridiculous, really. I mean, you know, uh, Josh Gordon smokes a little pot here and there and it's like, oh, he's vilified. He can't play. Oh, he can't play again. we will kick him out again and then you got coaches that are doing cocaine and you know other drugs and stuff uh and taking advantage of uh team associates and uh cheerleaders and so on and so forth but they're talking about letting uh letting them have a job again you know what i mean it's just yeah uh what a double standard right so um, yeah
1: uh louis reddick is
0: the guy that i'm thinking of so uh so yeah yeah i think uh i think that would be a good fit for the bears gym but um yeah if you want to if you want to kind of get us out of here and and you know wrap us up and i I can't wait to to kind of review this next week and and see where we were right and where we were wrong
1: yeah (laughs) could be ugly i don't know but yeah so everyone thank you for joining the show i hope everybody has a great weekend enjoy the wild card games while you're at it and give us a follow if you like the podcast let us know how we did everybody have a good day